Welcome to the Journey of You podcast. I'm your host, Tonya D. Bennis, and I really want to help you make your dash count because you see we're all born and we all will die. Those two things we have no control over, but that dash in the middle is completely on you. You were given an assignment and purpose before God placed you in your mother's womb. The journey of you exists to equip, empower, and encourage you to think, act, and live your purpose one mindset shift at a time. By teaching you how to see yourself the way that God sees you, flipping the script of the thoughts in your mind, and showing you how to have a generational impact. This is your journey. It's where your life begins. Hello, Journey of You family, and welcome to another episode. This week, I would like to focus on your mindset and current goals. Of course, it's the beginning of the year, um, and so many embark on the new year with resolutions and promises to themselves of reaching certain milestones or achievements. But do we actually shift our mindset to also accommodate the place we are trying to go? What do I mean by that? I'm glad that you asked. I listened to a short video this morning uh, that also correlated with it by Terry Sabelle Foy. And she talked about how we set a goal, maybe it's to lose weight. And when we lose it, we're so excited that we accomplished it. We celebrate, but then we slip right back into old habits. And it's because in our minds, we still believe, you know, a certain thing that's not true. Like maybe we believe that we're not supposed to be healthy or that we'll always be out of shape. And so that mentality is causing us to go back to those same habits that we did before. Even though we've physically seen ourselves change, you know, and hit that goal, maybe there's a trigger or something that comes that kind of throws us off track and we go back to that mindset of, oh, I'll never be in shape. Or I'll never lose the weight. And so those are the things that I want to focus on today. Um, like, of course, weight is just an example, but you could replace it with whatever works for you. Like, maybe you don't feel that you deserve to be wealthy. And that shows up in how you spend your money and in your finances um, or lack thereof. You know, maybe you have a spirit, a mentality of lack. And so even if you get a lot, you're either blowing through it really quickly or not spending it as wisely as you should, because maybe you don't feel like you're supposed to have that much or something like that. So even like that, or maybe you feel that you don't deserve to be loved or to have a fulfilling career. So you just keep settling for whatever life gives you or whoever will give you some attention, even though you know it may not be God's best for you. Dr. Darius Daniels of Change Church touched on this just this week. He said how there are moments in life that we become agitated or frustrated because we want to make a change and we're no longer satisfied with the current state of things. And we fear that we're being ungrateful, but we aren't. It is a holy hunger for us to get moving forward in the path that God wants us to be on and stop settling. Maybe you're feeling that right now whether it is spiritually, financially, relationally, or even professionally, you feel that unrest. You know something more is out there and your spirit won't rest until you get there. Uh, Dr. Darius said, frustration is an indication that you no longer belong. <gasps> wow. <laughs> the reason that I'm so passionate about this right now and his sermon yesterday was total confirmation is because I literally just told my sister a couple of days ago that I feel like I don't belong. I couldn't quite explain why, but I told her that I was searching and that I felt out of place in so many areas of my life. And she said, well, you know, maybe look internally first. And I was like, okay, you know, I agree with that. 
Um, and I do believe there's some truth to that. And there's things that obviously, of course, I need to work on in that. But I also believe that the other part of it is that God has more in store for me to do. And that is where that underlying dissatisfaction and frustration is coming from. Um, I interviewed a woman today who said that she wanted something that was just hers. She had gotten lost in her roles of wife and mother, and she felt that unction to have something more that was unique to her as a woman, not just the roles that she fulfilled. And if you have listened to me at all, at any time since the beginning, you know that is literally the purpose of the journey of you and why I created it. I have lived through that. We get so caught up caring for other people that we forget to take care of ourselves. Or we put the things that bring us the most passion or fulfillment to the side so that we could pour out to everyone else. But many times we forget to pour back into ourselves or even sit still long enough to let the master pour into us as we love on him. Psalms 23 tells us, He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Is your cup running over today? If not, it should be. God told us in his word out of his own mouth that our cup should be running over. We should have that fulfillment. We should only be performing daily for an audience of one. And that audience is God. We need to be able to find ourselves again, who we are as women and who we are in Christ. I was reading an email from John Acuff. Um, he's the author of All It Takes is a Goal. And he said that he was sitting in counseling and his counselor told him, you don't just believe in what your goals can accomplish. You witnessed it in your own life. And when you're a witness, nothing can change your mind. How powerful is that? When you have set a goal and you accomplished it, you know from experience that you can do it. Maybe you've been changing diapers and take care, taking care of babies for what seems like forever. Maybe it feels like, you know, it, it's been an ongoing, you know, process for quite a while. Maybe your kids are older. They're learning how to drive, cook, do laundry, clean, but you're still totally all hands in. You know, you're their personal Uber driver, all those things. Um, but they start to show you that they don't need you in the same ways anymore. And you're wondering, like, what are you going to do or what value do you still hold? But you have great value. It is not tied to the things that you do for your children or your spouse or anyone else. It is tied to the purpose that God placed in you in your mother's womb. It didn't go away just because you have certain roles or duties to fulfill, or even like in your job title um, or your business. If there are certain roles that you're fulfilling, what you do is not indicative of who you are. They are two separate things. What you do is, you know, your work and your vocation. And, you know, that's how you get paid or provide for your family and make a living. But who you are that's not going to change. Your vocation, the work that you do, that could totally change. But who you are, <laughs> that's who God created you to be. That's not going to change. The value that he placed in you in your mother's womb, he gave you everything that you needed to go out and become everything that he created you to be. It may look differently from one season to the next in terms of what you are doing, but who you are is going to innately be the same because the way you do your thing is different than how I do mine and different than the person over here. And that's okay. We've got to be okay with being our unique selves because again, we're only performing for an audience of one. And so that's what I want to remind you of, that you have great value. It's not tied to the things you do for your children 
or anyone else. It's tied to who God called you to be. And so we've got to shift your mindset. Like you deserve to be loved. In fact, God loved you so much that Jesus died on the cross for you so that you could have an eternal relationship with Christ. John 15, 13 tells us that no greater love than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. Jesus literally laid down his life for you. Still not convinced? Let's go to John 3, 16. For God to love the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. The best way to shift your mindset and fulfill Romans 12, 2, which reads, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The best way to be renewed and transform your thinking is a couple of different things. One, you have to spend time reading God's word and then repeat his words back to him because his words won't return to him void. His promises are yes and amen. So find a scripture that resonates with you and put your name in it. Like the one I just read, John 3.16. For me, I would read it as this. For God so loved Tonya that he gave his only begotten son. Put your name in there. Every time that you question whether or not you are worthy to be loved, think of the scriptures that say when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Or a virtuous woman who can find, for her worth is far above rubies. Rubies. Those are more precious than diamonds. So don't allow anyone to treat you any less than the queen that you are because you are a daughter of the king. Next, you should have a gratitude journal. Start writing down something that you're grateful for every single day. That's going to help you to shift your mindset. I would say try to write three things, but if you can only come up with one to start out, then just start with one. If you're not into writing, you're like, I don't want to do a journal. Fine. Grab a jar. Put it on a post-it note. Place it inside the jar. Write grateful on the outside of the jar. That way, each time you see it, you can add something to it. Put you some extra sticky notes. Maybe you attach them with a string or you just put it next to it and a pen so that each time you pass by, you're able to write down something you're thankful for, whether it's the sunshine outside or if it's warm weather, if you like cold weather, you like the cool air outside. Um, if it's changing leaves or flowers or just life, the fact that you've got breath in your lungs or a beat in your heart, whatever you can think of to be thankful for, write it down. Because the more and more you express that gratitude, the more you'll be able to find things that you are thankful for and you'll see the good in your life that you're not just stuck in your roles or just stuck in this certain state. There are seasons. Ecclesiastic tells us there's a time for everything under the sun. So the more that you focus on the goodness of God and how great he is and express that gratitude, the more you can start to see things more clearly and see them the way that God sees them because his thoughts and his ways are higher than ours. And so we can't keep our focus on the problem that's right in front of us or the situations or trials that we're facing or even that goal we're trying to achieve. Like Pastor Stephen Furtick reminded us yesterday of Elevation Church that you win one day at a time. And so if your goal is to lose 10 pounds or to get in better shape, you know, of course you want those SMART goals so that you can measure it and see the progress that you're making, but you work on it one day at a time. And if there's a day that you falter or you make a mistake or you feel like you backtrack, get up the next day and try again. Every 24 hours is an opportunity for you to get up and try it again. It is a gift. That's why it's called the present. So you get up and you do that. In addition to the gratitude, you need to have an affirmation. 
especially for every time that you think of a defamation, either of your own viewpoint of yourself or because of someone else's opinion of you. Replace it. Say things like, I am the righteousness of God. I am God's masterpiece. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. I am enough. I am loved. I matter. Each of those come from scripture and are true. The more you speak it out loud over yourself, the more you can flip the script in your mind and transform the way that you were thinking of and seeing yourself. Because you want to be able to see yourself the way that God sees you. And if he gives you different visions and goals and dreams and you write those down and you want to attain those, you've got to flip your mindset to line up with those goals and dreams so that as you are attaining it, that why is there, it's connected to God and you're able to keep attaining it, keep going after it and keep achieving the things that he's placed in your heart to do. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for your word today. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life. We thank you for your presence, Lord. We thank you for helping us to be mindful of what we're listening to and taking in, Lord, so that you can help us each day to continue to become better. Help us, Father, to guard our hearts and minds so that we are mindful of who we're listening to and who we're gleaning from, Lord, so that we can make sure that it's confirmation in our spirit of things you've already told us, things you've already placed in us, Lord, so that it can continue to be drawn out. Help us to silence all the other voices around us, Lord, and to silence all the noise so that the voice we hear the loudest is yours, Lord. Show us which scriptures to read and focus on, Father, where we can find ourselves in your word, which is your love letters to us. We pray over each and every woman listening to this today, Father, that you be with them and meet them where they're at, Father. Meet them at the level of faith that they have, Lord. Help them to know that they are seen, valued, loved, and appreciated, Father. And that you will never leave them nor forsake them. That you'll be with them wherever they go. That they can be brave and have courage. We thank you, Father, for your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that we may not know how, but we always know who, Father, and that is you. We ask these things in your sweet son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, how have you started to shift your mindset? I would love for you to comment below and let's talk about it and continue the conversation. You can also grab your phone right now um, and text the word empower. So E-M-P-O-W-E-R to 678-798-8678. Again, it's 678-798-8678. Once you do, you'll start receiving daily motivational messages to equip, empower, and encourage you. Um, and you can also talk to me directly from there. So thank you for your time today. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning in to the journey of you today. Remember to download and share. We would love to continue helping you to make your dash count. Head over to www.whereyourlifebegins.com to join the community and continue the conversation. Again, that's www.whereyourlifebegins.com. It is a community where you will receive acceptance, belonging, and accountability along your journey. After all, iron sharpens iron. Let's elevate your mindset and pursue purpose together. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. The journey of you.